What is up, good fighters? Listen, guys, today is a special episode. You know why, Dr. Nash? It's because we're talking about the fight club. More importantly, we're talking about the fight club with connection, intention, and purpose. And you can't go wrong with that. So, no Brad guys, Pitt. no Brad. Well, I mean, shoot, Dr. Nash, maybe even even better than Brad Pitt. I don't know, man. Um, you said it, not me. You, <laughs> Dr. Lay would agree. I, think. <laughs> I hope so. Hope so. She should, she should, even if it's not true. She should, right? Right, just lie to me. Okay. Right, just lie. Anyways, guys, this episode is for you, the Fight Club. Um, who came up with this term again? Because if you guys uh, recall. One of my good buddies, uh, Justin Keith, shout out to you. Uh, yes, if and when Justin. you're listening to this thing, uh, phenomenal name drop, for, name drop for the supporters, the Fight Club. Because if you guys remember, we were trying to think of a name for y'all, the supporters, the listeners, the people that make this podcast go round and round. And GFers just didn't sound right. So, no, no it did not. So the Fight Club has been born. And this episode is specifically for you guys. Um, first and foremost, from Dr. Nash and I both sent a really warm um, connection, intention, purpose. Thank you to y'all for listening in, um, listening to um, just a couple guys who found their way through the Davenport chain to Palmer College of Chiropractic and Chiropractic Profession. So uh, a couple of good fighters, little boys, and people are just trying to do good out there in the world. So thank you guys from the bottom of my hearts. For real. They're still finding our way. Like Still finding our way. That's true. Always a, a work a work in progress, but works in art. Make making that a strength is a key component, I think, to what some of the of the Fight Club stands for. Definitely. And if you guys recall, there is a movie called The Fight Club. Is it the the, the Fight Club or is it? I think it's just Fight Club. Fight Club. Okay. Well, from henceforth, you guys are belovedly known as the Fight Club, but not to be confused with the movie fight club okay um dr nash and i are going to lay out some some different things and we've talked about what makes a good fighter what makes a bad fighter what makes a good um good per- person that's that's trying to fight the good fight and then whatever you guys do it doesn't have to be chiropractic um but dr nash and i were just talking he recently rewatched the movie and was like oh um forgot a few scenes <laughs> not a perfect analogy, not a perfect uh, crossover, but there's a couple. There's a couple. Uh, and and you know what? We like to draw from what we can. That That's, at least in my realm, draw from what you can and, and put it into the, to the art that you produce. So in my opinion, there's nothing that you can't learn from. So that includes. 100%. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. And it's not a perfect analogy and most al- analogies are never perfect. So. Uh, That's true. Give, give us a little bit, cut us a little bit of slack with this one as far as uh, the connections go between Correct. the movie. <laughs> but you guys are the fight club. Yeah. And uh, you guys, well, we're currently in the works. Should we, should we let them know about the uh, potential? Oh, I guess we've already talked about it. Yeah, I think we already have. In the works of some gear for y'all. Um, and also, Dr. Nash and I are talking about a book. We're soon to be talking about a book. 
Um, so we're putting some good things out into the universe. Mm. A lot of good things for y'all, the Fight Club. I, you know, I just thought of because uh, we've been like going back and forth on names. Archives. I guess you guys will have to wait and see what that's yeah, we'll about. See, though. But I like that. Ooh. Okay. If it's a theme. From the archives of the good fighters, I don't know. Oh shoot. Name drop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to kind of touch on a few overarching themes of the movie that I think kind of tie back into what makes you know what how it uh relates to the fight club with us. Yeah, for sure. Um so when they're in the movie essentially the main character is like super unhappy with his life that he just feels like he's essentially putting on this facade um in his job and his social life and the things that he identifies with and he he really like the first 20 minutes he's just like explaining his struggle to feel authentic and and mm. at the end of at the end of the day that he's like um you know i bought these i bought this furniture in the matching kitchenware set because i identify as this blah 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 and like that's you know what i hope to have like as my identity or represent me and i think that and then once he finds his true like authentic ability to like let himself out and like you know essentially take off his chains of of, of the mask that he's been wearing then he's truly uh, reached a level of freedom that he hadn't known prior to. Mm. And that I think is a, a big component of what it is to be in the fight club is that, that um, ability to free yourself of having to put on a mask for, you know, pun and pun, no pun intended for other right. people. Right. And right. When you, when you're fighting the good fight, um, you can't do it from a place of, you know, that, that you're not being somebody who you aren't. Right. Um, cause one of the most fundamental things is, is standing for truth. Yeah. And, and with that, that's, uh, the, the attack on truth and like the, the confusion and like the, the mudding the waters of what truth actually is, has been one of the biggest challenges we've had to face in recent years. And it's, it's been, um, it's created such a barrier for people to really, really just know what is, what is real what's truth and what's um, right. versus what's fiction right. and that really causes fear in people when they don't actually know what's real and what what to believe and i think as a, you know in the good grand scheme of the good fight a lot of it boils down to standing for what's actually the, the truth and what's actually um not not just what's truth but who's actually trying to spread the lies mm. Um, and I know that's one concept for the movie that definitely ties into what it is to be in the fight club. Right. And I want to even take that a, a, a hint deeper because a lot of times nowadays, even if you are speaking truth, you, you use it as a, as a bullet towards somebody or you, or you use it as something to almost um, further the gap from you and them. You know, it's very, it can be used as very divisive nowadays, especially even though it is true. So one thing that I was thinking of the description in the Bible that talks about speak the truth in love. And one thing that I think is important to be a good fighter is speaking that truth in love, because at the end of the day, we don't, we don't necessarily want to just speak truth just to continue to hate on people or to continue to divide other people, but speaking the truth to a point where it's like, no, we, we want the best for everybody that goes through here. And I think that is a mark too, that can distinguish us because it's, you know, not that 
it's not truth, but it's how we present it too. And how, what is our main goal of a good fighter? You know? And not hating other people for, you know, coming from a place that they don't really necessarily know. Um, right. Right. More than anything, not that I like it from a point of, I mean, it is a little point of sympathy that I do feel bad for when I see right. people who are really afraid and that like they're making decisions out of fear. Yeah. Because fear can be controlled and it can be administered in a way. Yep. And that's uh, anybody that, I mean, if you haven't figured this out, people on the news, people on the TV usually don't have your best <laughs> interest at heart. It's They're usually some other. The truth and love. <laughs> right. Uh, I wish it was, but yeah. um, 90%, I would say it's not. Yeah. Shit, I would say 99%. Did you say 90 or not? Oh, okay. But I love that point that you made too about the authenticity and removing of masks and chains because I think it's important to, one thing that we've talked about from here on, from the beginning till now is being authentic and genuine and somebody that doesn't feel like they need a mask or need chains to be able to function through daily life because in that we never find our optimum self. And you and I both have gone through times of masking and times of keeping our chains. Um, in times of unmasking and breaking our chains off. So I think, you know, can you touch on maybe like some of the freedom that you've experienced, maybe even especially within this past year, because we've experienced a lot, right? A lot of a, a lot of masking, a lot of unmasking. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of stuff that you felt um, as being a part of the fight club, a good fighter where you're like making people see the authenticity, the genuine heart that you have. Sure. One, you know, I, and I wanted to tie back into the Fight Club movie again just a little bit because when he starts finding his his circle of people that actually kind of resonate with not just um, what he's doing but kind of what he stands for, a lot of it kind of stems from, um, you know, just in people in their day to day life. And I know this for me too, where there's a there's this feeling of like that's it. Or mm. like, you know, that's, that's all like, um, that's my purpose. Right. And like when you're lacking that or that, that purpose and fulfillment super empty, it's right. really, really hard to do that day in and day out, I think consecutively. Um, so I know for me, uh, opening up the clinic, the practice here, that was the greatest blessing of all. And with that, the stakes were high. I mean, the stakes have never been higher anyway. Right. Regardless if you own your own practice, work for somebody else, you're not even a chiropractor, it doesn't matter. Stakes are as high as they've ever been mm. when it comes to being an American or even, you know, just a human on this earth. Because even for what the country was founded on and stands for is being attacked and people are really trying to tear that down. And mm. um, I know for me, the, those stakes being elevated was liberating that like, um, there is no second try or <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, uh, what's, what's the you go big or go home. Right. Like in like, in that, in that, uh, mentality where like, I, you know, I, it's succeed or die or, um, yeah. you know, there is no, no second option. That is like one of the most liberating things ever. And in the yep. movie, there's this portion where they go on to they, these quote unquote, and please, uh, if you're going to listen to this, listen to the full extent, because this is going to sound bad, right? Rolling off the tongue, but they do these human sacrifices. And I did not remember this portion, um, but watching it, I'm super happy I did. Because what they would do is they would just go like, for instance, they show one scene where they go up to this gas station and in character has his gun pulled out, brings the only guy working there, working the cash register out back. 
um, tells him empty his pockets, has, has him on his hands and knees, like gun on the back of his head, asking him like these questions, like deep questions about like, um, you know, like what was he doing? Like basically trying to figure out like why, how do you end up working as a cashier at this gas station? Right. Like mm. this couldn't have been your dream. What's your dream? And he's like, the dude's just fearing for his life. He's like, I don't know uh, stuff. And like, obviously proceeds to um, keep kind of interrogating, scaring him. And he's like, Oh, I, I wanted to be a vet. And he's like, well, why'd you stop? He's like, well, school is expensive. And basically human sacrifice was putting this person like, you know, essentially having them feel like this is going to be like their last, these are going to be your last breaths. Right. And then giving that back to them that you have the rest of your life to, there's no reason why you don't go um, pursue your dream. And he kind of hammers home. He's like, yeah, and we'll be watching you make sure that if you're not, you know, on the route to becoming a vet in six months, we'll kill you or whatever. Right? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> in the, con- in the context of the movie, uh, don't kill anybody. But uh, <laughs> hope we never had to say, had to say that. <laughs> no, but um, I, I really loved that. That was where that ended up. You know, uh, flipping the script as far as the human sacrifice goes, because in a way, they're reborn somebody new or somebody that they should right. they should have been all along. And I think that's something that a lot of people, unfortunately, never have the uh, the blessing to experience or the blessing to um, you know kind of had that phoenix phase where we kind of talked yeah. about the past where you uh you're kind of reborn um right. out of the ashes and when you when you come from that place there you just have a whole nother level of why and conviction to to fulfill that why yeah and, um you really can be somebody who's unshakable or unstoppable in your pursuit to to your greater why and i really love that portion too because i mean that's what we try to do every day and it may not it's coming from a different place but we all we kind of have the same goal in mind that like um you don't have to like why like you don't have to muffle your own authenticity and especially with uh health you don't have to be dictated and you don't have to be controlled to do these certain things if they don't align with what you truly believe right boom shoot good scene money dude yeah and it's something that too, and I know we talked about before, like we touched on this, like what if you had to get something done, or you always strive to do something, you know, what would it look like if you had three days to do it? Yeah. What, what would it look like if you had to go just all out, go all in and get your message out, get your, you know, who you are out? Because um, I think many of us, if we had that mentality, we'd be living life a lot different. If we had a gun to our head and we were given that opportunity, we'd be living life a lot different. And uh, I pray that none of us are in that situation, but well, uh, would it be figuratively? I hope you are, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Um, for sure. Figuratively, Um, such such as, you know, a practice or a kid, you know, all these kinds of things that produce discipline, produce, uh, you got to make it or make it. That's that's your only option. And, And with that, like, I don't, there is no like second, well, I could go like, you know, be a, I could go roof for a living or something like that for me. Like a, this is it. Right? right. And, um, yeah, I know that like, if that, you know, if I don't apply myself and commit to it, that, that like, there is fallout from that. But like, um, that's something that where you, you can't be afraid to pull the trigger and yep. you're never going to like, nobody can predict the future. So um, being able to let go of that concept of control 
were, uh, I, I've been reading a little bit more on, I mean, I never really understood the concepts behind what um, living or like, um, not just living, but embodying masculinity is in a sense, but a lot of it is around control. Yeah. And actually um, coming from a place of surrender and actually a place of um, acceptance is really more on the feminine side of it. And I think that's something that a lot of people really struggle with. And that's talked about a lot is that ability to surrender. And that's just one of the greatest gifts of opening a practice is, is you, it requires a certain aspect of surrender that you need to have. You need to have that surrender. And you also need to have like the humility to understand that in that surrender, you're making a decision. And sometimes that decision has to be based upon your environment that's, that's as a whole. You don't yeah. have complete control. You don't have complete say. I mean, you have the you have the choice of how you're going to respond, but sometimes things just happen. Um, what, and, yeah, that's a great point. Well, and uh, whatever you want to call it, hashtag the saying of trust the process. That is one in the same that to surrender yourself to the process of like right. um, putting the work in and you know, in that, that actual event of doing the, the work is enjoyable. Right. And that part of the process, like to trust that, that, that work that you're going to put in day in day out, that it's a reset every single 24 hours. Right. Like, um, well, and to trust that the outcome is going to be what you're looking for. You know, yeah. the outcome is what you, what you desire and knowing that you've put in that work to, to produce it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Andy Frisell talks about, but winning has no memory, right? It has no right, yeah. um, solicitude for the structures in which it is, right. is held. <laughs> I think that's principle 11. Hope so. You should know that. I know. Just, um, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Off the top of my head, at least. Yeah, it might be 13. I don't know. I can't remember. Right. But um, it's. I mean, it comes back around to the universal forces have no solicitude for the structures in which they inhabit, which like um, universal forces don't care if you're a great person or if right. you're a bad person. Right. Yeah. So um, that's where I was going with, with trusting the process. Well, back to talking about trusting the process. So Gates, I don't know if, so we, we were talking a little about before on just, you know, our reception of the movie, right? And, right. <clears throat> um, a lot of it kind of delves into a split personality. And I mm -hmm. think that there's, I mean, I can always relate to something like that because there's always, in my, my eyes, uh, flip side of the coin, dark side of the moon, whatever, yin yeah. and yang, that, yeah. um, that I think is also a really gift that not a lot of people understand or see it as a gift all the time. And that, that duality that we've talked about a lot before that plus and minus yeah. um, for life, there's death. And over the period of time, we all have some sort of end game and that's okay. Like that's mm. it's like a, that's also a liberating thought as well. Yeah. Cause we don't, we, the only thing we have on this earth is time. And what are you going to do with it? Right. You're here. I can't remember if we've talked about this or not, but there's that, that you mentioning that duality and that maybe it's just something we've talked about is 
there's that Native American proverb where it talks about you have each person has essentially two wolves that make them. You can either which you know there's a good wolf or there's a bad wolf or they have some other names like I can't remember off the top of my head, but whichever one you feed is the one that will continue to grow. Whichever one you continue to put your effort into will be continuing to grow. And like you said, there's that duality, which is many people wish there weren't, wasn't a duality, but in a duality, we see character. We see people that are working towards building up and, and living the life that they want to live based on which wolf they feed. Yeah. Um, and as a portion of the fight club in that, in that sense, he, he came to the conclusion of, you know, I mean, essentially he wasn't feeding either, either wolf. Right. Um, but then he came to the conclusion, Hey, I'm going to feed this wolf and, and that wolf at the same time. And look how it turned out. He had that duality of like, it wasn't him. It, you, you can't feed both at the same time. It's not possible. Otherwise you have a breakdown. You have a, there's no benefit to it. So um, when you're when you're going over things like that, you're talking about people needing to build character, people needing to build up different things about themselves that they can produce better outcomes. You always have to look back at how are you fighting and which wolf are you feeding in that time period. You know, oh, bro, for real. Um, final thoughts, Gates. Do you have any before we wrap it up on this quick episode today? Um, I think, guys, just. You know, you guys are continuing, if you've made it this far, as far as listening goes, um, continue to execute, continue to implement, because um, it's very easy to, you know, listen to, and, and I do this myself, and I don't know about you, Dr. Nash, but we we um, tend to listen to something great, and we, we forget over time. So continue to execute, continue to implement, continue to fight the good fights through not only the fight club, um, but also, you know, your everyday life where you're able to put this into practice and influence others um you know this is one of those this is one of those things where i guess this is the opposite rule where instead i don't talk about you don't talk about fight club. it's you talk about fight club you know yeah, um for sure you know share share these with your friends share these thoughts and ideas that we talk about on here with your friends and, and see what kind of circle you're running with you know love it um last thought for me in the battle between the stream and the rock the stream always wins not out of sheer power or force, but out of sheer persistence. So trusting sure. our process and surrendering to that, that, that work effort that like, you know, Hey, today I'm gonna have to put some work in mm. beautiful. You have the friends mm. do every day anyway. Right. Yep. <laughs> get up and be thankful for that 24 that you got. Cause not everybody has that. So yep. thank you. Good fighters. Uh, Dr. Nash Topco, DC Nash D on Instagram at the underscore good underscore fight underscore errs. And Dr. Gates, what's your hashtag? Underscore, your underscore DC. Gates right. Mayor underscore DC. Know how to find us, reach out to us, and uh, thank you, Fight Club. Hit us up for anybody you want on the episodes, too. Ooh, good point. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Yep.